We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Back again, Andy Lou, Thomas Fendiari. Uh, who we got this week? All right, I don't know. We got we got a special guest here, uh, the curator of Warriors World, the person who everyone hates hates on Twitter for being arrogant and insecure at the same time because he leads Warriors Twitter. Uh, Sheed, how you doing? Yeah, good man. I'm good. And, uh, I don't, I think I think you know we focus on the love more than the hate. Salute <laughs> <laughs> to everybody that supports us. Well, you know we we you know it's our own fault for giving the miserables the attention they don't deserve because that's all they want. They just want they just want you to acknowledge their miserable miserable existence. And every now what and then, Andy and what I Andy and I have to have to quote them and troll them a little bit. And next thing you know. You know, shenanigans breaks out. I I don't I I take like a day off from from trolling. I I, I thought I was pretty quiet today, and and it's Sam's turn to get all uh, <laughs> to get all pissed about it. I, I need to know what happened. She, what did you do? Who did you who did you piss off? Uh, I'm just talking about thing. the last week. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't think it was anybody in uh, particular today. I think it was just I didn't even see that much of a you know normally when a team wins. It moves on. There's always like the, you know, like there's a victory lap phase, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sure we all saw the, the the parade through Houston last night for Chris Paul to finally advance to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, point guard, best point guard, yeah, or no, second best point guard all time. Now it's official. He made one Western Conference Final better than Steph again. 
I mean, anytime you can outplay Raul Neto. <laughs> I kind of like Neto. Solid third string point guard. Warriors could use Raul Neto. <laughs> Yeah, but, but you notice there's like no uh, there's no asterisk talk. There's no mention of you know Minnesota's best player being hurt or uh, Utah's two point guards getting hurt. And there's no talk of that. No, that's that only that's only reserved for um, for for certain point guards. Yeah. Remember when? Uh, remember who was hurt? It was Mike no, Conley. Remember Yusuf Nurkic was hurt. Remember it was it was like it was like hey they didn't even play the the Blazers with Yusuf Nurkic remember that there was I don't even think it was like a big thing but the fact that it's mentioned year so year one year like, one it was on. a year one it was a big thing I can't remember who was oh the Warriors were up three zero and Drew Holiday sat out game four because he was banged up oh, like yeah. no point guard see see they got lucky they got lucky but, but, yeah. Uh, Mike Conley was hurt, but there was no men. But through three games, when the when the Grizzlies were up two one, and when Game Four, you know, in Memphis, it was all the talk was about uh, how gritty Mike Conley is for you know performing through his uh, broken face and whatnot. Yeah, but that's kind of like that's what Cavs fans say to Warriors fans, like, "Oh, stuff wasn't hurt when you guys were up three one." Yeah. Whatever, we can go cyclical on this. Um, <laughs> it's it is one of the it is one of the more annoying things though. Who was it, who, who was uh, what, what was it? What is it this year? It's the new. This is a new one. This is the new Warriors fans are insecure phase of the year though. I haven't heard this one too much. It, it was arrogant fans the last couple of years. This year is the insecure ones. The uh, the uh, uh, you gotta like my team because uh, Kevin Durant's on there anymore. So it's like. Now they're like, well, your wins don't even count because you got Kevin Durant and you're all mad because we don't think your wins count because you have Kevin Durant. So you're insecure about it. That's a new one. That's well, a new one. It's just like it's here, – here's the thing. If Andy gets all excited about the Warriors and tweets some, you know, like Steph, Steph's a goat, uh, he's arrogant. But if Andy says something to someone who says like Steph sucks, he's insecure. So it's just kind of like trying to silence, and we will not be silenced, Andy. <laughs> we will not be oppressed by these heathens. We'll not let these these fucking uh, clowns who try to police everyone's behavior win. I will continue to push back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I don't even necessarily agree with them when you know when the talk kind of spills over to you know when they love to mention. Oh, like Warriors fans just want everybody to like them. Like, nah, not really, man. Like, we don't like, don't really give a shit about that. But we just enjoy clowning you idiots for fucking, you know, making stupid ass predictions and making dumb comments and and whatnot. And then you know we take it to another level where we're really trolling you, but you're too stupid to understand that. And then you get all upset, and next thing you know, you're talking about your, you know, maybe taking what. Or Warrior fans are saying and just labeling, you know, all Warriors fans. But that's a Twitter special thing. So. <laughs> Twitter special. That that's probably the most common one. That the uh, the uh, I get to make fun of anything that you do or anyone does. But the yeah. moment I get my ass handed to me or get roasted, I start to become the victim in this yeah, it's, scenario. It's so. always like some dude. Classic. It's like some dude with Steph Curry as their their profile pick and twelve followers says something to him. They're like, "Oh, all Warrior fans, you see, <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember somebody was, you know, we were having a back and forth, and they were getting sensitive and kind of in the feelings. And I just told them to kind of, you know, just, you know, just, you know, pull your skirt down a little bit. You know what I mean? Just, you know. Just, oh, I remember this. This is. Uh... Then I got blocked, and the the dude uh, uh, accused me of being sexist, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't want to disrespect your. Uh, you guys is uh, number one guest on the show. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, she, you know, Sam was uh, trying to get him on again in the postseason. I had to put an X on that real quick, though. I said, I said, you know, I do like him. That is my boy, but I wanted to, to, I wanted to get all the, um, I wanted to get all the takes before the, the Walker series. Um, I wanted them on the record so we could just, we could get uh, producer Jade to just cut up the war, you know, the, the most wrong predictions. So we could just constantly play them back. Like, you know, we could, we could egg um, some sort of like Chris Paul doesn't turn it over in crunch time. And then when Chris Paul turns it over, you know, we'll just play it back over and over again. I was just, I was just trying to create content. Andy. Dude, did Chris Paul had one good game in crunch time shooting threes off the backboard against a team that they were going to win regardless. And it's suddenly like, oh, 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 he's hungry. He's hungry. By the way, you want to you talk about this? This is the best I've seen Chris Paul play since like, I don't know, 2008. Um, yeah, and he's still like three levels below stuff. Anyway, go ahead. Well, he is, but like um, he's averaging like six assists a game. He's he's being much more aggressive as a scorer. So it's like it's and it's exactly like what you and I have said for years, like him micromanaging to try to make the perfect pass. Like, yeah, it'll help you like beat a bunch of bad teams in a regular season, but it kind of caps out your team. Now he's now he's just playing freer and actually letting the ball fly a little bit because like he can't shoot, you know, like maybe he has issues getting shots off against a lot Play. bigger guy. Yeah, exactly. But like, I mean, he could shoot and it was always kind of like, I, I hate guys who just micromanage the hell out of it like that. And it's, it's better to watch him like do stuff like he did this last series or just like, you're going to play off me. I'll take the shot all day. She, you trust him? Uh, I mean, to a point, right. But this is what I don't get. Like there's, <clears throat> you got to kind of, I don't think the Warriors get their fair share of, uh, you know, you know, t- you know, people talk about LeBron and they'll talk about other people and then, you know, they'll be like, Oh, they got, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, whatever, whatever. But like, why doesn't the team that, you know, been dominating the league for the last four years, been through literally every scenario in the playoffs. Like, why don't they get the benefit of the doubt? And all I see is, you know, I'm seeing a lot of, oh, we can't stop Harden. You know, <laughs> built to, to beat them. And, uh, you know, Daryl Morey's out there just, sir, you know, just circle jerking it already on the timeline. Like, <laughs> the, the only thing I'll say is, like, it, how many years did it take till everyone finally acknowledged, like, you know, how great LeBron is? Like, we had to hear the, the skips and the Roussards and, like, all these dudes, like, for like a decade be like, well, I don't know if he can come through in the clutch, you know, Derek Rose, I'd rather have the ball in Derek Rose's hands than LeBron's at the end of the game. Like that was stuff people said in 2012, you know, like it, 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 yeah, it's overboard now, but it's like, 
but the, he kind of the dude proved it for years. Ring, right? He needed the he needed the title for the for the validation. Yeah, but it it, it took a little longer, and, or maybe it just took him going back to you know Cleveland, you know Real America, and then now everyone thinks it he's really. It, it. That's what <laughs> that's what it did though. I mean, he went back to Cleveland, and and people started feeling bad. And and they were like, you know what? We can't roast the guy that we feel bad for. It's like a you don't want to make fun of of teams and small talents because it's just just inherently you're you just like, hey, you know, they're already as bad as it is already for them. We can't roast them any more than we're, we're going to. You know, and it's easier to do it against a team in the Bay Area because it's it's uh-huh. the Bay Area. You mean you like the the Hamptons Five um, uh, feedback. The criticism it's gotten the last couple of days I find to be pretty funny too because like the Hamptons, huh? They're like a year freaking late. Just <laughs> talking about that for you know since last season. That thing was given like a yeah, like like when when they first got together, that thing was given out. So, but that that would now it's become like it's, oh, it's, it's know, actually it's a pretty funny. Name. Yeah, well, it's just funny because like TK has been pumping that name for a year, and then like everyone in the Bay has been saying, I didn't realize people didn't, had never heard that name outside of the Bay. Um, I, I don't know. It is kind of a corny name. It's not my favorite name. I don't know how you guys feel about it. No, I mean, no, death no. lineup was death. No lineup, Hampton death five lineup take? Was the one man. <laughs> death lineup was the one. Somebody said, yeah, death death lineup. Lineup. that's my one. Death lineup. That, that was the one. Yeah, that was that was a filthy name, and it's it's uh, they had that for Harrison Barnes coming in, so I guess you kind of can't use it. Yeah, I thought and we were calling it KD Super KD. Death initially. Like when you when you when you switch Barnes for KD, it's just like you know, I don't know. That's that's all too much. Uh, I guess Hamptons Five I mean, works. You know, you know what the pro- you know what the problem is. It's that when they first had that death lineup, they would try so hard; it'd be so much fun to watch. And then they added KD, and that lineup became so good that they stopped trying, and it's hard to watch now until the last week. So, like, that lineup became less fun just entirely to watch outside of just a couple games in the postseason. And now it's they, – they do that here against the Pelicans where they just tried for a quarter in game five. They tried for one quarter. And and that's one of the things where I, I want to talk about here. Is we have this queued up against Houston. It's are they just going to do that against Houston too? Like, is that that's that's just so disrespectful to to Houston if they're just going to try for one quarter and and still win? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to read this Houston series. Like, uh, obviously, we all think they'll. The, they can take care of Houston pretty easy if they want to. But I'm trying to read how I think they're going to come out in game one. Do you guys think they're going to come out ultra aggressive? Or is it going to be the opposite, like the, the Warriors we've seen all year who are just kind of like, we'll chill, we'll, we'll see what you guys can do, and then we'll, you know, we'll turn it on in the third or fourth quarter or maybe in game two? Hopefully there is more aggressive. You know, hopefully there is more aggressive game plan just because – you're starting on the road for the first time under Kerr, and uh, you know you don't got you don't just have that you know safety blanket of home court to fall back on. Uh, but I think it's 
Like the Warriors go from playing the Pelicans, a team that's, you know, going up and down with them, pushing it. And they got to go down and, you know, now they play Houston, who's trying to dribble the air out the ball, go ISO, 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 and not necessarily run back and forth with them. And then Houston goes from Utah to, you know, Steph, Dre, pick and roll with Katie and play on the wings. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it should be fun. I'm just surprised that we actually got it because you, ne- you know, normally you don't really see the the matchup that everyone predicting from the get go. You guys, you guys seem a little more worried than me. And I need to talk to talk to you guys too much. So I kind of know where you're going with this. I know Sam is always a little more <sighs> erring on the side of caution. I don't know, man. I think this could be a sweep. I think the only reason I don't think it's a sweep is because I think the Warriors screw around at home. Um, but I, they win game one, which, which I fully expect them to win game one because they really feel like – I mean, here's the thing. They're not favored in game one, and now they, yeah. they're going to look at that game as – they're going to come in – It's weird. They're not favored in one, but they're heavily favored in the series. It's Heavily, though? Yeah. Two to one. Yeah, it's um, – I mean – yeah, it's about, a, it? it's, it's about two to one, yeah. I thought it was a oh. 70%, 70% or something like that. But anyway, either way, like it's not like um, – the Vegas line is is heavily tilted towards the Warriors for the series. I think they come out, they win that first game, and it's uh, it gets ugly, dude. Like you, you as a Houston player, you spent all season getting that first season and first seed, and you aim to take down the Warriors. You say all this crap about how you come in for them, and you come in and you get whopped first game, which is like what I think is going to happen. Yeah, you just get smacked, shook. I don't know. Yeah. My, my only thing is like the Warriors have kind of had a weird energy through the whole playoff series. Um, they, I just don't know that they're going to come out that engaged. Like I know Houston's going to come out like, you know, Chris Paul's going to come out mighty mouse, like giving you basically everything he has, but I, I don't know that we're going to get that the <laughs> know. Oh man. Um, so I, I, I don't know how to read, um, like the playoffs hasn't really had a flow. Like they had kind of a little bit of a flow before Steph came back. And then since Steph came back, it's been just kind of like essentially regular season warriors. Like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll turn it on for about five, six minutes and then just chill for 40. Um, so, so I just don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Hopefully we get some, you know, hopefully you know, they let teams play out there. It's not uh, just a, a flop and, you know, disgusting, just acting and nonstop bullshit. <laughs> that's right. That, that's the other thing, too. Like, we, we love to act because people get sick of the Warriors and it, it's not really talked about how ugly it is to watch Houston sometimes. These dudes are just pounding the ball for 20 seconds yeah and houston, just... houston's the quintessential social media team i just i just yeah. figured it out because like at at least once a game harden will have just an absurdly filthy play but yeah. like that doesn't really that isn't how the flow of their games go their games are like pretty ugly and like not you know like you go like six minutes with just like 
Tucker and Eric Gordon chucking up shots and no right, flow. Right. And then and then Harden will just hit you with this like one obscene crossover that gets vined a million times. I don't know. I th- I don't think they're um they're it's kind of it's kind of weird like um have have Harden and Chris Paul gone off in the same game in the playoffs? I feel like it's been one or the other every time. Have they? Yeah. It's about to be neither. <laughs> but it'd be for it's Bobby neither. But I, I mean, you're right. And you know, you know what's you know what's I mean, uh, not fun to watch though, in my opinion. And, and give me your thoughts on this. It's KD post ups. They ran KD post ups in Game Four and Game Five, nonstop. Where Draymond usually takes that position because he's he can't he can't score, so they like to put him there. But they've changed the offense around and said, hey. We're going to give it to KD every single time here on the block against you. It might just be because it's Drew, but they look like they're willing to change the offense and make it a little bit more effective and just kind of more aggressive. But at the same time, it's also oh, less dear. fun to watch because it's just a yeah, it's just an ISO, right? And then a double comes and he passes out of it, and then that's about it. So. Yeah, really, I think that was just the Pelicans. Like Pelicans start three guys who are 6'2". You know, like Etwan Moore, Drew, Rondo. They they really don't have a small forward. And then like um you know, also Steph's working his way back. So uh, having KD means you don't have to like put everything on Steph's shoulders. So it's kinda like an easier way to let him get his legs back. Um I'll I'll be weirded out if they start going to that heavily against the Rockets though. Cause like the Rockets <laughs> have I don't know, like five or six wings who can supposedly guard KD. I don't know how well they can, but like, I mean, they're, they're dudes are going to match up six wings. Huh? Well, I mean, you got, you got, you got Reza, you got Luke Richard, you got Tucker, uh, you got three, but like, I mean, that's, yeah. that's as good as it's, it's, that's a pretty good defensive wing core. Yeah, better, better than anything Cleveland KD. or the Pelicans have to guard him. <laughs> it's a, uh... It's it's gonna be interesting to watch how KD and Steph really run that offense too, because because um, it was I mean like you're saying it was kind of up and down, and it flowed through KD when the offense should always flow through Steph always always, and that becomes a bit of a problem. And then also the other thing is crunch time offense. Um, I don't know how many games are going to be close, right? Like I said, I, I think the Warriors smack them game one, but they're going to be some crunch time minutes. Yeah. Uh, what's going to happen? They're going to have Steph do. screening. Steph's going to be hey, setting jack screens. Most likely. Most likely. He's going to set that pick and roll screen. And Katie's uh, – so I don't – I mean, I guess that's something, right? That's an argument where you can say Houston has an edge in. Probably crunch time offense. All right, walk me through – Walk me through the scenario, the best case scenario for Houston to make this a series. I'm gonna let she take this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you all right? It, it starts with Hardy. Hardy, you know, if he starts getting Clay in foul trouble. Early and then the Warriors got to kind of, you know, take. I mean, they're gonna they're probably gonna take turns on him anyways. But if if Clay gets in foul trouble, then it's gonna be an issue because they're gonna need Clay scoring on the other end too. And 
and you can't have swaggy. You know, <laughs> swaggy, and you know, even Livingston with, out there with Andre because there's just too many non-shooters. Too right. Many guys. These guys can just, you know, it'll be like the Utah series where they're just sagging off dudes and clogging the paint and just daring you to shoot from outside. And uh, I mean. <laughs> And then it's Harden shooting like 16 free throws and, you know, getting the Warriors frustrated and the calls aren't going the Warriors' way. And next thing you know, the Warriors, you know, they just, you know, start messing around and uh, they get down like 12, 15 early. And it'll be like that game three in New Orleans where, they, you know, you get down, you might have a little run, but you just set yourself back from the jump and uh, Houston has the firepower to, to kind of, you know, the rolling, but so you, th- uh, you think it's pretty much all on Harden then? Like, if Harden, if Harden pretty much dictates his game and has like fifteen free throws and is just kind of doing what he wants, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, that. I mean, that's why the, that's why it's going to be key for the Warriors to keep pushing tempo. To you know, to I mean, look, Harden's a guy who's you know who's who's. Uh, you know, last couple of playoff runs, he's you know he's worn down out there. So the more you can kind of keep the game flowing up and down, and get him involved in off-ball action and having to guard, you know, whether it's KD, even Draymond on the block sometimes, and chasing Clay, Steph, like that, that's going to factor in. And the same thing with you know Chris Paul, like Chris Paul hasn't had to guard anybody like this. Uh, I mean, the Wolves' offense and the, and the Jazz' offense doesn't really have any. Uh, like it's pretty ugly, to be honest. In the first round, so see, I'm thinking that I'm thinking the the Rockets' best chance has to do with with Capella and getting Draymond in foul trouble. I don't know if he can do it, but like, I mean, Capella outplayed Towns and Gobert. Um, their best chance is going to probably be just running pick and roll at Draymond every time, hoping to get him early fouls. Because mm-hmm. then the Warriors, like, I mean, Looney's been nice. I, he's been a lot better. That Like, we can't really make, make fun of him. Uh, but, like, I mean, you don't really want to be relying on him. You kind of want him more to be, like, 15 minutes here and there to, to spell everyone. Um, and and if, if, if Draymond gets in foul trouble, then the Rockets can just kind of do what they want. Yeah, he's done a great job this postseason of not getting in that foul trouble. So, uh, Yo, I think uh, – Knock on actually- – Sorry, I think uh, I think I think Warriors are running Capella off the court. So I I think that's that's one of the things where they're going to lift him up on those pick and rolls. And I'm assuming Steph is healthy. I think he'll be. I think he'll be ready to go by game one. I think he'll be fully healthy. He got five days off here. Um, They're going to run him off the court. They're going to run and they're going to pull him up on pick and rolls. KD's going to come off those screens. Steph is going to come off those, and they're just going to beat him there. And the war and the and the Rockets have finished games without Capella with PJ Tucker at the five. And if they go small to small with the Warriors, then all of a sudden you're the poor man Warriors. What are you really doing then at that point, right? That now now you're you're fighting fire with fire. Right? You you play PJ Tucker at the five, who is just a shitty version of Draymond, right? And then now you play KD against uh, you know Ariza Mba uh, Mute, right? Then now it's switch switch all switch all. Except the Warriors have. Clay, Steph, and KD, and you've got Chris Paul isoing against you know a six-seven shooting guard in Clay. That's that's why I don't really worry because the matchups work out for the Warriors because the Rockets don't 
push the Warriors out of their comfort zone. Like if you have Marcus on Zebo, then all of a sudden you got two guys that are bullying you in the paint, right? Or if you got LeBron and Tristan Thompson bullying you, but Clint Capella's not bullying no one, bro. I don't know, man. He's been good. Um, yeah, but I mean, he kind of he kind of did himself a disservice by, uh, I mean, running you know running his mouth, running his mouth. He's in, like you just you know like. You can't be taking victory laps in January if you're not, like, if you're not the Warriors, basically. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, what do you say? Draymond's got a notebook. He's written yeah. it all down. <laughs> Draymond, in the press conference, he said, well, what Capella say? And I was like, dog, you know what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, come on. What did Capella say? He said, you know, we're the best team. When we play our game, yeah. no one can hang with us, including them, or something. Uh, Dude, that's I'll, exactly I'll pull up the quotes, said. but you guys keep Dream talking. Draymond is and Diari. That's exactly what he said. Uh, God. I mean, who, who's coming off? Uh, I mean, Rockets. You know, they got that. Uh, they got their fake version of the Hampton Post deadline or whatever when they go PJ Tucker at five. But I, I just feel like the Warriors. They're going to treat PJ Tucker like they, you know, they treated Rondo. Like if PJ said on the screen, they're not even going to like. If PJ Tucker hits four threes, then you know, you know, I'll start reconsidering things. But like until he does that, just just shoot away, my man. It's PJ Tucker, bro. Yeah, what what do we call him there? uh, Knockoff Hamptons five, the Stockton five, the Modesto five. Uh, uh, What's a shitty city in Houston or near Houston? Let me Google Google this. The Galveston (laughs) Galveston five. I don't know. Is Galveston? Port Arthur, uh, Port Arthur Five, the El Paso Five. <laughs> what's the what's this, what's the town at Friday Night Lights? Where's that set at? Uh, is that like El Paso? That is. Like this sounds like a herb city. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like they go after Sam all day. Um, people really hate. Shit, you think people hate Sam more or me more? I don't think it's close. I think it's uh, I think, well. I, they definitely hate they hate Sam like so they hate Sam because he's like you know brown has a beard and like not white right so <laughs> like they hate him for that. They hate you probably because like they wish they could just tweet that freely, openly, and have that much confidence. But their lives are probably shitty and they like they can't right. Uh, yeah, you're then, tweet, you're tweeting like. Uh, like Steph pulling up from 30, you know, it's just, just free flowing. <laughs> like, like the funniest shit is like, I, I bet you that like, uh, like the funny shit out of all these people is like, I bet you when they tweet some shit about you guys or even Warriors fans or whatever, they're like, I'm sure there's like other, you know, other idiots like them in their DMs. Like, oh, great tweet. Fire tweet. Good job. <laughs> you know, like, but there's no, they're just not going to come out on the timeline and say, you know, that you just gotta add it like like yesterday, dude. We had we had guys that were mad because uh, uh, my man, I forget his name now. He follows me, but uh, he was just like, "Why why are you why are you pulling a victory lap?" You know, and then you learn your lesson from twenty six. I'm like, "Yeah, I did," and now I'm back and doing the same shit. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's fun, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, like they love to bring that up. They love to bring up uh, Draymond. Draymond was in the parking lot, caught like. But like, you know what I mean? Like, 
like that's just like not even funny anymore. That's like at least be creative with it, not just you know doing stupid shit. Trayvon in the parking lot calling KD. That was a great story, man. Actually, this fits right in. Speaking of KD, she had explained to me, or Sam, what's going on? Why is uh why is old boy uh why is he so moody? Why is he uh why is he at the press conference? You know, given you know like five words. Should have never done that Uber commercial with LeBron. LeBron got in it. LeBron got in his head. Hasn't been the same. Hasn't been the same since it. It's just been kind of like salty and not like yeah, and spicy. And I think in that commercial and those comments in that commercial probably, you know, you know probably got Warriors fans uh, caping for Steph even harder after that. You know what I mean? Like, you out there, you know, you sitting with Bron and, you know, Loki could stop at the God. Like, at the God, bro, you can go. You know what I mean? You know, send Otto Porter here. <laughs> hey, uh, just, just need a hey. dude who can hit shots. That's all you need. <laughs> hey, she, she, who says no? Katie and Iggy for Otto Porter and Bradley Beal. Who says no? <laughs> Why Iggy got to be in there? I can't. Guys? I can't trade Andre. Just for cap. All right, Katie for Beal. Who says yeah. no? <laughs> Katie for Beal. Hey, Sam be getting hella salty though. Like <laughs> when I be when I be saying that stuff, when I text him, he be getting so mad. Like I'm just like because I know he monitors he... your tweets. You're gonna you're gonna feel so bad when he leaves for the Lakers. You're gonna be like, yeah, I ruined it. I ruined it for. For the little kids in the East Bay who who are you know talking trash on the playground to their friends because they're Warrior fans, yeah. you're gonna ruin it all. It's all your fault, Andy. <laughs> it's all my fault. I, I, think, I think he's really been salty lately, just because he moved to the city and he has to commute from the city to Oracle during commute hours. Like that, <laughs> that will that will take you know years off your life. So. Bro, that bro, that's why I'm stopping. That's why I can't do the commute anymore, man. I can't drive 90 plus minutes to the game, every game. It's gotten progressively worse. Um, each, it is, it is kind of crazy. It's like it, within five years, not even five years, like three years. Yes, it's, it's been it's it's 30 minutes more. It used to take like 45 to an hour. Now it's like mm-hmm. if it's under an hour 20, that's a good day. God, that's. And it's stupid, right? You literally driving to East Oakland at six thirty, and it is ain't shit to do before, ain't shit to do after. <laughs> I sit in the, uh, I sit at a Chipotle like right next to it, just because I don't want to be in the arena uh, with the with the rest of the guys. I'm just like, I, I'm just gonna sit here and then eat my eat my eat my food. I'm be miserable like KD on Twitter. I mean, I'm just gonna scroll through and and see who's making fun of me. You know what's what's the weird thing too is. Um, not weird, but I do like though that that the Warriors, everybody else, they don't seem to necessarily care, and they're just like, yeah, well, whatever you want. If you want more touches, we'll get you more touches, and it doesn't matter because if they change the plan mid series, which I felt that they did, they're still gonna win. Mm-hmm. That's that's just an embarrassment of riches. Like that's just. It really, because I mean, in my opinion, if they run it through Katie, that's not that shouldn't be your offense, but it doesn't matter. Like they, they're probably going to do that in Houston against Houston, probably going to win anyway. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't even see like even on like uh, you know what I'm engaging for fans uh, is that uh, like there's not even like I don't even think fans you know other fans like Houston. They just like hate the Warriors, right? So they're just going to root. Yeah. 
they're rooting for the Warriors to lose more they are more than they are for the Rockets to win. Yeah, there's no way there's no way that like uh the 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 general basketball community is like in love with the James Harden foul show. Yeah. It's just it it's actually pretty funny because like you you see people um they're just kind of like they they try to say they're good but there's there's no like passion like I love this team behind them except for except for our guy Paul who's very happy. <laughs> Paul Legend. I like that kid. Is he? <laughs> I mean, he's just—he's like twenty, right? He's like nineteen. Someone, someone had like someone sent oh, my boy. Uh, I forgot his name. My dude uh, from the—he's from like—he's like a dad's fan. But that's my guy. He—he tweeted in. He said that. Uh, he said Paul used to pretend he was black or something. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> is that true? <laughs> Man, they're saying that he used to say the N word and. And he was outed that he looked like, you know, that he's like really like, you know, Paul from, you know, Paul, Paul, like white kid, Paul. That's crazy. Allegedly. I don't know. I don't know if I respect him more now or. I respect, I respect anyone who, who has their actual face up there, you know, it's uh, (laughs) as opposed to, you know, just going with Twitter. Wait, what are we calling it? Is he the leader of uh, Rockets Twitter? We should give it a name. There's no Rockets Twitter. There is, but it's like I I, I can't quite put my thumb on it. It's not as as pronounced as like Cavs or Lakers or um, I don't know, a bunch of other teams. Like, you know, kind of all the main faces tweeting through it. Rockets are kind of. Uh, they're kind of like their arena late arriving. Uh, you know, not, not a huge, not a huge presence. I mean, they got they got home court. They're the one seed. Like, you know, anything less than a win is a utter failure, is it not? No, they'll spin the other way. It, it, it'll be it'll be. It took four All Stars to take down James Harden. I think the only thing that's a failure for them is if what Andy says happens, which is like it's never competitive. I think. Uh, most people will consider it a win if they actually challenge the Warriors and push them to six. They'll be like, okay, they're they're like on the right path. They need a little more, you know, but they're close. But then like, but if it goes the way Andy thinks it's going and it's just, they just get boat raced, it's going to be like, uh, they have the MVP, they brought in the point god. You know, they, they built the team. The team meant to, to beat the Warriors, and it, it's not even close. You know, it's like that, it's, that's just way more demoralizing. So, yeah, play out like the, the Cavs Raptors series. Like game one's kind of close. And right, exactly. He loses, and then they get boat raced in game two, and then good, good luck going down 0 2 headed to Oracle. I, I like this one, Sam, because you said this one earlier in the season. I, I think the Warriors figure something out here in Game One and Game Two, and it gets ugly, because because um, there's no. When you watch the the whole Jazz series. Was there anything different that Houston really did right, even when they're in trouble? Not really. They just trying harder. They kind of stuck it. They try. That, that, right, mean, that's their their adjustment like... is make more threes. That's their adjustment. I mean, their main adjustment, like. <coughs> I said this to someone last week. I actually think they have a higher ceiling on defense than they do on offense. Cause like their offense just kind of is what it is. You know, like, I mean, Harden's 
one of the best scorers in the NBA. He's going to do his thing, and Chris Paul's good and all, but like they don't really have any formula other than like spread everyone out and ISO, you know? And it's just kind of, they just roll with that, right? There's no like layers to their offense, but um, I think at least defensively, like when they really engage, uh, they're still not as good as the Warriors on defense, but they're, they're up there. They're, they're one of the better defenses when they like, you know, they get like Mute out there and they got guys like flying around, like they can at least do stuff on defense. I mean, if they can't like if they can't beat the Warriors this year, then it probably won't ever happen because like you got the home court, you got you know the MVP, you got the secondary superstar with him now, you got all the role players, you got a big, you got literally everything lining up for you. You got you know Steph still coming back from an injury, uh, like what else do you need, right? Like well, and, and but I I really do think they they, they probably internally like they'll never say this what they're really banking on is Houston making it competitive enough so that someone like Paul George or LeBron wants to go there and then like you know if they challenge him enough maybe Chris Paul's like man we're close I'll take a little discount so we can get another guy their worst case scenario is if the Warriors just destroy them and then they're like we're not even close why why should I take a discount I just want my money you know like what was that? CP3 is like what, 32? He turned 33. Um, 33, he just turned it might have. It might have been game five or game four. It was one of the games. It, like he turned it. That was his 33rd birthday. So either way, yeah. Say, say, the, Rockets, say the Rockets lose, right? Like, do they still give him a five-year Supermax? Or, you know, like you're paying him until he's 38 and you're locking in like – you know, I don't know, man. A five-year deal for a thirty-three-year-old point guard, like coming He's off five-ten too. And the, yeah. and the, the other thing is, you you you've just kind of handcuffed Harden's prime because Harden's what 27, 28, something like that. Like he's you got he, Capella to pay. You got, I mean, maybe they can get rid of Ryan Anderson, but I'm not sure how many teams want. Him. Sure, I have to give a, give away a pick for that contract. But no, the, hey, that's that's a good point, though. That's. This this might be their best chance unless they get Kawhi. I mean, all, all their other all their other role players, like all those wings, they're all 31, 30. Like this is kind of their like Ariza's not Ariza's not getting better. He might no. be what he is, but like Mbamute is not getting better. This is like the best you're gonna get out of him. Tucker's not getting better. I mean, and and they won the season, you know, season series uh with the Warriors. So like you know what what like like seriously, what else do you guys need going into the series? Like everything's lining up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, show the world something. Just, you know, go. You know, let's see you guys take care of business. Maybe they'll get, maybe they'll get KD next year. <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, he did go to college down in Texas. So that's a new play, man. That's gonna be KD's just gonna jump from team to team every year. I think Look, looking for happiness for, and not finding it. Look, looking for. <laughs> you know, you know, like the Warriors fans chant MVP for Steph at the line, and it's always so awkward. It used to be that they chanted MVP for KD um, when he first got on the team. Like those first like few months, they were all about it. It was like a new thing, you know. KD's the new guy. Uh, they serenaded him with chants too, but now it's. 
I mean, the other thing is now the crowds are, are relatively weak, but yeah, I mean, they do MVPs for Steph, and it's always super loud every time he makes a shot, and then when KD makes them, it's always different. You don't think he notices that? That's always interesting to me. Um, I mean, if you uh, if you pulled Warriors fans and you said, "All right, we gotta," you know, one one of these three has to go. Uh, who goes first? KD, Clay, or Draymond? What, 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 What's the percentage of fans saying that? Yeah, get, you know, get rid of KD first. More than, more than, I bet it's more than you would think. You know, what I mean, it's more than like just God, fans are fans. You know, yeah. They love like guys like Dre and Clay who who have been here and done more. So, I mean, obviously, you would probably pick Draymond, right? If you were like a GM, but don't tell the fans. Don't tell Sam. I know Sam is getting mad already. Just I don't know. No, I'm not. Like it's, it's weird because he's he's probably the most talented player on the team. Like I, I don't think he's better than Steph, but he's it's in terms of I don't know. It's just a weird situation. I don't know how else to put it. Like the the dude actually like everyone gave him a warm welcome, and it's actually gotten worse after he won a title. You know what I mean? I mean, he doesn't. I mean, he, he's heard he himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whole time. Like even like most recently when he uh, when he said he accidentally liked the the comment about that was you know shitting on Russ on IG. It's like, bro, just fucking lie. Just say you didn't do it. Just unlike it and just say you did that. Like that's Photoshop. Don't even just say it's a fake. Like no one's gonna go. In, you know, no one's checking for your say life. It was, say it was Rich Climate. I don't know. <laughs> Lied. <laughs> Like, the truth is overrated, bro. Just fucking lie. <laughs> this is why every time I say some shit about how nobody's picking the Warriors to win, you know, of course that's a lie. Like, 85% of people are picking the Warriors to win, but I see one dude that says some bullshit about the Rockets winning, and of course I blow that thing up. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Same thing. Who gives a crap? At the end of the day, it's like, fans love that shit. They love when it's like somebody doesn't dis- doesn't respect their team. You know what I mean? Like, I think I've seen like maybe two people on Twitter so far that are, that are picking the Rockets. But hey, believe me, when the Rock when the Warriors win Game One, yeah, I'm gonna be dancing on the timeline and acting like oh, under, it's Cinderella under, story. Beat <laughs> Vegas, the underdog. The underdog came through. <laughs> no one's believing right now. <laughs> no one. So so hey, give me your uh, give me your give me some of your predictions. Um, she Sam. Oh, for the uh, for the series, who's gonna win it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, as a basketball fan, I wanted to go seven just because I feel like we need a uh, need a little know, drama. We need a little drama, considering like the Warriors had a you know, like last year's playoffs were just a fucking joke, right? Like they just, just herb stomped everybody. Just you know, just shit was. It was fun, right? But we need that. You need that. It's it's cool. It's cool. One time. You don't want. You want that every year. You want that. You want. You want the fucking uneasiness and the stress of goddamn. This season might end. You know, tonight or season might end. You know, if they don't win this, they got to go back and face Houston again in a game seven or something. I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe we get a classic seven game series. Uh, But you know, as someone who prefers that the Warriors win, I would, you know, love to see it in six at Oracle. Uh, it would look even better in four or five. Five would be legendary in Houston. That'd be pretty, uh, 
that'd be pretty sweet, especially because I'm not I'm not anticipating if the Warriors win, I'm not anticipating the Houston Rockets hanging around and shaking hands and dapping up the Warriors. <laughs> it's gonna be Chris, great. Chris Paul isn't getting the stuff hug. Yeah, <laughs> nah, and, you know, vice versa. I'm not. I don't think uh, the Warriors like. I don't think the Warriors really care for like they just probably don't care about the Rockets enough. It's like, you know, like when they lost Game Seven against the Cavs, like LeBron. I mean, you know, Steph, Draymond. They still went over and you know showed showed some respect to LeBron and you know whatnot. And Kyrie, yeah, you know, the yeah. guy who hit the shot. We love Kyrie, though. And then you got Kyrie. the finals. Then you got you know LeBron in the finals again. Who you know, no one wants Warriors Warriors cast for, but no one wants to see that. Oh my God. Bro, that's gonna be so boring. How are they gonna guard George Hill? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, no, no one wants that. Kyle bro. Can we just can we just fast forward to next year when they're playing uh, Kyrie Celtics? Boston. Yeah. yeah so that. Yeah. I mean, that was the best game of this year. The the Saturday night game against Boston. That yeah. one was when, when Kyrie and Steph were just hitting just filthy oh, shots yeah. over and over again. I was just so bummed. Like, I don't even know if Kyrie was healthy. I don't even know that they would beat Cleveland this year. But in a year or so, I think they can. And I just want to see those two go. I just want to see those two go at it again. They're low key sick of Brad Stevens. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you rather have Brad Stevens or or an NBA player? That was such a fucking stupid question. (laughs) I trade Steph. I trade Steph for Stevens right now. Like every every time the fucking you know the Celtics just inbound the ball. Oh my god, what an incredible play by Steve Drew up with that inbound. Like, bro, we get it. Like, it's a fucking inbounds play. All right, relax. You know, you know how I know. Like, we don't know shit about coaching, and, and this goes for everybody too on the TL. It's like they're they're. Th- they, Everybody made a huge ruckus out of, and by the way, I love Brad Stevens, uh, one of my favorite coaches, actually. But he called a timeout right as Marcus Morris was going to shoot a pull up jumper. And that was the example of, like, yo, this guy is just, this guy's the goat. <laughs> like, he called a timeout to stop his player from shooting a pull up jumper. By the, like, that, that's how little we know about how, how coaching works in the, in the back end. Right? Like, we truly have no idea what the what the adjustments are, what the schemes are, what they teach these guys, how they manage. He goes, we have no idea. So when somebody calls a timeout and saves one of his dumbass players from shooting a mid-range pull-up, you know, with the game on the line, that's noted as one of the like, like, hey, I'd rather have that than LeBron. <laughs> what are we doing here, bro? What are we doing here? We'd rather have that than LeBron, KD, Steph, Kyrie. Yeah. Kawhi even, you know what I mean? Like, down the line. Like, come on, man. I said expansion team too, yeah. Let me let me get a coach with the first pick in the expansion. Yeah, man, I'm going to take Stevens, and then I'm going to give him, uh, you know, uh, Swaggy P, um, <laughs> uh, Garrett Temple, um, you know, like Nene, like, and, and, and we're, just, we're just good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's why, that's why I don't want the Celtics in the finals, because all we're going to hear about is, Oh, oh damn! No Kyrie, no no Gordon Hayward, no Daniel Theus or whatever his name is. We're gonna have to hear all that shit. Yeah, but if it's the Cavs, it's just gonna be excuses for LeBron for an hour. Like LeBron's gonna score forty, the they're gonna lose by twenty. It's like, see, he's, yeah, he's you know, any, four all stars. Any chance for Cleveland slander? Like, you know, 
all in. You know I mean, even though like I think uh, I think not only I'm just not ready to have my mention set on fire and like relitigating 2015 and 16 over and over again. <laughs> That's like really what it is. But I mean, they're gonna win. I, I don't know. Right now, like like Warriors Twitter and Cavs Twitter have like pretty much blocked each other for the most part. Aside from like, you know, yeah. You, if you if you're not blocked now, it's like you, you you're we're cool. Friends, like there's there's like a head yeah. nod. <laughs> but everyone else is like, yeah, the lines have been drawn. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, who like I I think the only like real Cavs fans I follow are like Justin and Chops. Like Chops fan, bro. Yeah, and then everyone else is just like you know there was there was a bunch of them that just you know for a year fucking. Just talked so much shit three one three one and then Warriors didn't even win the series yet and they were going on the preemptive blocks and, and what <laughs> they knew what was coming. You know, you yeah. know my favorite with the Cavs and this is this was under mentioned. It's um, there's a large amount of paid media. Like I'm not talking like yeah, um, yeah. Rowan. Like Rowan's Rowan's just a blogger. He's like no different than Andy, right? Um, I'm talking like guys who are like you know outlets for newspapers who are like saying stuff and then when it went through one like oh i gotta block all of warriors world <laughs> yeah that and then there's like there's so many of these media dudes that would just be fucking slurping brawn and anything he does like uh like it's like one it's like bro like you're not gonna be a rich paul client like rich paul's not gonna represent <laughs> uh Two, Rich Paul's not getting you 75K from the, the Akron Journal. <laughs> you're not getting the LeBron exclusive, right? You're like LeBron doesn't do exclusive interviews uh, aside from the, the beat guys. Like, he doesn't talk to anybody like that. Uh, although Warriors will did get the LeBron exclusive years ago. That's, uh, that's, uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen that LeBron interview on YouTube. but Is it the old one? The, the, uh... Andrew, that's, yeah. that's from a while yeah, back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, legend. legend. You gotta pull that one back just for friend friend of Warriors World for the finals. Warriors World got more more access with LeBron than uh, the Cavs. Than Ohio.com. Exactly. Um, (laughs) But yeah, they just slurp them, and you know, then they want to chime in and sneak. That's you know, then they want to sneak this stuff and Warriors and shit like that. That's when the Warriors fans react. Is you know, when you got people that just be, you know, throwing out stupid shit up there. So. Yeah. I'm ready. All right, well. This is going to be th- three times in four years. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. You ready for the series to start then, Sam? You ready to get out of here? <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. I'm ready. It's game one. Monday. You got four days? Four days. Oh, shit. I'm waiting for <laughs> Friday Friday night or something. Someone's going gonna... to... Post something that just just gets gets the party started. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm waiting. Ashid, please feed us some. No. So, man, I, I appreciate you having having you on, man. Always. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on, Sheed. Absolutely honored. Absolutely, uh, you know, thrilled that uh, I got to meet the the <laughs> Light Years Pod uh, minority <laughs> guest quota of the year. So, you guys are good for 2018. Yeah, we got you on before for in seventeen to make sure we hit last year. We're gonna get you after the <laughs> after the parade too. We get you right back after the parade, baby. Yeah, right, they, they, they live, gotta, live parade show. 
live uh, live light years pod on a float. We gotta get you on the float. Oh yeah, let, if not, if not, we gotta at least get us at a bar to celebrate that that chipper when we do record that. We gotta get that live. Just email Joey Lightyears and say, hey, you know, like you got eighty five floats. Just make it eighty six. Who the fuck? What's one more? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Perfect. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.